This is Soccer News IV. Soccer News IV. It's in your veins. Brought to you by SoccerRom.com. From Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros before the best coaches go to practice, they go to SoccerRom.com. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Here's our top story. Marvell Wynn is heading to Toronto. ESPN Soccernet is reporting the Red Bulls traded last year's first draft pick to the Canadians in exchange for next year's second round draft choice. Wynn did not start in last weekend's match against Dallas and may have fallen out of favor with head coach Bruce Arena. Toronto's coach Mo Johnson is pretty high on Wynn, and why not? Mo was the one who drafted Marvell in the first place back when he was the head coach for the Red Bulls. The trade apparently clears up some money for the Red Bulls' newest acquisition, Colombian striker Juan Pablo Angel. Angel was with Aston Villa in the English Premier League. He is now the Red Bulls' second designated player, along with Claudio Reyna. That means only $350,000 of Angel's pay will count towards the salary cap as part of the so-called Beckham rule. The 31-year-old has scored four goals in 18 caps for the Colombian national team. Aston Villa paid a $14 million transfer fee for Angel back in 2000. New York gets him from Aston Villa now on a free transfer. And there's more high-profile signing this week. The Columbus crew picked up Argentinian Barroscoloto from Boca Juniors in Argentina. The crew declined to say just how much they were paying for Scoloto, but he will not be signed under the designated player rule. The 33-year-old gives the crew some much-needed scoring ability. He put in 87 goals for Boca in nine years. To the games. Well, it all started on Thursday as FC Dallas traveled to La La Land. The Hoops had never won in the Home Depot Center. Now they have. Dallas's midfielder Toha won a penalty kick in the 35th minute, even though the Galaxy had been dominating up until then. Carlos Ruiz put away the PK. Then just before half, Kenny Cooper scored off a set-piece cross from Arturo Nunez. L.A. got one goal back from Robbie Finley in the 86th minute, but it was too little too late. Both Ruiz and Cooper had two goals in just two games. Real Salt Lake hosted the Columbus Crew on Saturday. It was Real's second home match and ended up being their second tie. Columbus has now gone 180 minutes without allowing a goal, but they've also gone 180 minutes without scoring. This from the team that set the record for the fewest goals per season just last year. Scoring did not seem to be a problem for the Kansas City Wizards as they put in two within the first eight minutes on the way to a 4-2 victory, Eddie Johnson had his best match in years, scoring one goal and assisting on two others. The only bad news for Kansas City was they gave up a two-goal lead, allowing D.C. to tie things up in the 34th minute. The bad news for D.C. is this is their second loss, and they've allowed a total of six goals so far. It took eight games last year before United gave up 
six goals. Someone told New England that the red shirts were coming because the Revolution beat back Toronto 4-0 in Foxborough. Taylor Twelman scored two goals by the 18th minute and just missed having a hat trick by the 30th. Toronto has given up six goals in their first two games, and they failed to score after 180 minutes. Houston's Brian Ching scored against Chivas USA in the 65th minute Saturday, and that proved to be enough. This was an interesting game because it was a contrast of styles. Chivas attacked straight up, the middle trying to dribble through and slice up defenders with quick passes. Houston, on the other hand, worked the sidelines, lobbing in crosses for Brian Ching to chase down. Ultimately, it was just such a cross from a set play that proved the difference. On Sunday, Chicago looked like they might become the first visiting team to win in the new Dick Sporting Goods Park when Colorado's Roberto Brown was sent off with a straight red card in the sixth minute. In case you didn't see the game, the ejection was warranted as Brown went in studs up and caught the fire's C.J. Brown on the knee. It was no doubt a dangerous play, and C.J. was lucky not to be seriously injured. But despite being a man up for 84 minutes, Chicago never really seemed to want to win. The attack was slow and plodding for most of the game. So when the Rapids, Hercules Gomez struck home a blistering shot in the 58th minute, it looked like Colorado would take home all three points. Then in the 85th minute, an offsides trap failed miserably and Chad Barrett walked in one-on-one -on -one beating Bonacan duel for the tying goal. Yes, Chicago earns a point on the road, but Fire fans should be disappointed for not taking advantage of a golden opportunity for three full points. Later on Sunday, Dallas played its third road game in eight days, all of them home openers for the opposition, and it showed. The Toros were simply outclassed by the Bulls, and specifically, get this, Clint Mathis. Mathis had an assist and a goal and looked dangerous during the drenching rain all game long. The only downside for New York was on the bench. Captain Claudio Reyna sat out the match with a sore thigh. It's his first injury as a Red Bull. He's now sat out half of the game so far this season. The question for Dallas is can anyone other than Ruiz and Cooper score? So far, that answer is no. Let's get to the schedule. The first match this week is a qualifier for the U.S. Open Cup between Kansas City and Real Salt Lake. This is the first year MLS teams have to qualify for the Open Cup. The match is Wednesday at 7 Eastern. The winner will face Colorado next. On Thursday, New England travels to Columbus. You can watch the Revs and crew on ESPN2 at 7 Eastern. Houston heads to New York on Saturday to take on the Red Bulls. That game is on Fox Soccer Channel at 7.30 Eastern. At 8.30, it's the Wizards against the Fire in Toyota Park. You can watch on HDNet. Then at 10.30 Eastern, Real Salt Lake meets Chivas USA in the Home Depot Center. That match is on direct kick. On Sunday, Colorado Rapids travel to the deep dish to play the hoops. This is the first meeting between the clubs since the Rapids knocked Dallas out of last year's playoffs in Dallas. The teams are currently tied for first place in the West. You can see that game on Telefutura at 3 Eastern. That's all we have for this week. 
I need to say thanks to SoccerRom.com for all of their support for Soccer News IV. I'm Stephen Parr. Remember, Soccer News IV, it's in your veins.